it's about that time. For the inside trim. You know that nasty trim. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Are you ready? And we're back. What's up, wrestling fans? Oh, yeah, we are definitely back. It is Big Ten Tourney Week. Woo! (laughs) 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 All right, all right, calm down. This is the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. My name is Brandon Olinger. I am alongside my main partner in crime, Ben Watson. What up, what up, what up? What is up, Ben? What's going on, bro? Oh, baby. It is Big Ten Weekend. Oh, don't ever do that again. Yes, but it is Big Ten Tourney Week, and I'm telling you, if you can't get pumped about this or pumped about the other conference tourneys, you probably need to take a step back and reassess your values in life. I can't get pumped up about DWL, bro. That's that's low, man. You were just telling me it was a legit conference. <laughs> Big Ten Weekend. All right, all right, let's get back to business. Anyway, this is The Inside Trip. You can hit us up on Twitter at The Inside Trip 1. You can even find us on Facebook. we got our own little Facebook page now, <laughs> The Inside Trip. Find us, like the page, poke us, do it, all that stuff you could do on Facebook. Um, you can find our podcast on all the big places, I'm assuming, iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Subscribe. Um, subscribe. Rate. And maybe review. Yes. Give us a little review. All we got is one review from a guy named iMart. Or something like that. Like, I'm our rules. Yeah, and we know who that is. One of the dudes in our fantasy league. So come on, please. Somebody take... Shut up, Brandon. I thought it was Imar. No. <laughs> you mean that, that, that review wasn't Imar? That wasn't Imar. Aww. Somebody please else give us a review. I don't care if it's one star. Give me half a star. I do care if it's one star. Also, if you want to send us an email, you can do so to <laughs> theinsidetrip1 at gmail.com. <laughs> All right, man. We're, we're coming at you a, a little bit late this week, actually. Uh, it's Monday night. Normally, we try to get you out, get a podcast out on Sunday. Uh, didn't just quite make sense this week due to the big precedes not coming out until uh, Monday night. So we thought we'd wait a day. Unfortunately, you know, we didn't get in your ears last night, so you couldn't, you know, listen to it if you had the Sunday blues or listen to it Monday morning rolling into work. But guess what? We're here now, and we're ready for you. Do you feel better now that you got that off your chest? Was I not supposed to say that? No, I thought that was awesome. Oh, okay, cool. Man, I'm stinking right now. <laughs> Dude, uh, no joke. Um, ben is so hyped to do this podcast today. He is literally sitting in the podcast room. Um, and speaking of this podcast room, <laughs> my wife has allowed us to devote the only spare bedroom in our home to this podcast room. She was so looking your forward. Your wife is a saint, bro. She was so looking forward when we bought this new house this past summer to having another a house kid with a spare bedroom. Oh, not another kid. Not another kid, but like a spare bedroom, you know, with the bed and everything all set up for guests that come like once a year. If you guys get bored in your regular bedroom, maybe come over here and hang out. All right, keep it legal, keep it legal. Uh, but anyway, Ben is literally sitting here in his underwear. He's Dude, so, it's hot in your house. He's going Mongolian on this podcast Dude, today. It's super hot in your house and sweatpants <laughs> were just make my knee pit sweat. Oh, gross. There's nothing worse than knee pit sweat. Knee pit? Yeah. Is that what Grundle is? You said Grundle No, earlier. Grundle is the the area between... Please don't say it. Uh, Stop. 
man parts and his uh, other parts. Other parts? Yeah. Anyways, moving on. All right, moving on. So, um, it's Big Ten Conference Week. Um, one of the best conference tournaments there is. I don't know, man. It's loaded again this year. So, we're going to bust out a little preview on that. Um, I mean, 77 automatic qualifiers come from the Big Ten. It's not even close compared to anything else, right? No, not, not not at all. And, I mean, I was even looking at this. Do you realize that there is, just from last year, there is nine returning Big Ten Conference champions back this year, and some weights don't even have a returning champ. So you're talking nine, about multiple Big Ten champs at the same weight. Absolutely. But from last year, nine returning champs back in this tournament this year. That's going to be insane. It's, and you know what else is going to be insane? We're going we're to be, be there. We're going to be there to watch it. We're going to be there. And whoever else that listens to this podcast, which is uh, you know a few people because we're slightly growing and growing a little bit more, whoever else is going to be there, hit us up because we are more than down to drink beers with anybody. Uh, true story. All right. So ultimately, I think you said there was 77 what, automatic qualifications yeah. for the Big Ten, right? Um, where do you want to go with this, man? I mean, I see here. I'm just looking at some of this stuff. Ohio State has three top seeded wrestlers. Penn State, I think, um, has three, right? I think Penn State's got uh, three top seeded wrestlers. And Who's these, are, these are just pre seeds. So it would have been Zane Rutherford, Bo Nickel, and Jason Nolf. Oh, yeah, Nickel, duh. Yeah. I keep on forgetting. How do you forget Nickel? Well, I for, I'm thinking that I'm, I was thinking of, like, nationals. Like, yeah, he's, he's two seed, probably going to be two seeded nationals, three seed, or one seeded bigs. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down now. Um, so, yeah, uh, a, lot, a lot of weight classes are obviously deep, as you can tell. So um, let's just kick it off. You want to get into it? Let's go at 125, man. And, and, and I guess to preface this, so obviously with the 77 qualifiers, for people that don't know, um, there's automatic qualifiers given at each weight based on a, a, um, an index of determination of, of um, what is set it? criteria, yeah, basically. Set, set criteria. So not every weight's going to have the same amount of qualifiers. It's not like every weight, the top eight qualify. So some weights you'll have seven. Some weights I think you'll even have six. Some weights you'll have up towards to nine. Nine, absolutely. To nine people that qualify in the match. So they'll actually wrestle, you know, a ninth and ten place match. So we'll go through here, and why don't we give them the weight, and then we'll give them the automatic qualifiers, and then kind of just talk about the landscape. I mean, I'm good with that. So at 125 pounds, Basically, there are seven automatic qualification spots up for grab. And I'll tell you what, I like when there's that odd number because I that means it. that seventh and eighth place match, is it, means gonna, something. It, it, it means something. It, it, especially for somebody that maybe doesn't have the criteria to get a, a, a wild card bid. Sure, absolutely. So yeah, there's also wild card bids, right? So after the tournaments all happen, the NCAA divvies out, what, like two, three wild card bids per weight dependent. They're, each weight class has a set a lot of um, wild cards uh, that are you know already predetermined sure. for that weight class, and then they'll you know pick based on you know other criteria. Sure. So all right, go ahead, you kick it off, man. One twenty five. Yeah, one twenty five. Um, you know, I tell you what, obviously Tom and Gil- Thomas Gilman from Ohio was the number one seed. He's going to be the number one seed at the NCAA tournament unless he loses um, at the Big Ten. Undefeated this year, just running through people. But what I'm interested about is uh, Nick Siriano. They got us the number two seed. Last time we saw him on the mat, he injury defaulted out after saying or mouthing, "I broke my ankle." Now people are charting people on the message boards, and people, you know, I think Kale even indicated in a, uh, an interview that he'll be okay. But well, I tell you what, I don't know. It just came out today. I think you know there was a big news conference uh, or media day at Penn State. 
uh, Flow Wrestling put out an article on this that Kells basically said that Nick Suriano will be a game-time decision for this tournament. For the bigs. For the Big Ten tournament. Now, that doesn't mean he can't qualify, though. Absolutely. No. Right. It doesn't so mean he can't does qualify. How does that work? Um, well, ultimately, if he is not going to wrestle in the Big Ten tournament, he will have to weigh in. He will have to step foot on the mat for his first match, and then as soon as the whistle blows, injury default out. And then he can get one of those allocations, he could get which one, he will get. Yeah, he would de- definitely get an allocation. I think this happened. Um, uh, Flow Wrestling, in their article, they kind of um, uh, talked about this situation. It happened a few years ago, back in uh, Dustin Schlater's senior year. Oh, that was um, a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, his senior year, basically, he did the same thing. In fact, uh, J-Rob you know, did the um, the ethical thing. He knew he wasn't going to wrestle at Big Ten, so he actually... Um, uh, he wasn't going to wrestle at NCAA. He wasn't going to wrestle at Big Ten, so J-Rob... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He... Uh, ultimately, he said, "Don't don't see Dustin at, at Big Tens. He's not oh, going to wrestle." Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so he did the good thing, um, and then Slater never wrestled at Big Tens. He actually ended up getting the sixth seed at the national tournament. Took a seven, yeah, and no, he no, he defaulted out of the tournament. Oh, you're yeah, right. That was yeah. a senior yeah, year. It was wasn't senior it? year. God. Yeah. So anyway, um, but you know so, who so, would happen to most recently? Actually, was Zeke Moisey. Correct. Yeah, he weighed in at the uh, Big Twelves last year. Didn't mm-hmm. end up wrestling. Got a bid, but then you know what? Same thing as the Same West Virginia thing. coach. They said, "Look." He he just can't go. He just can't. And then you know who took his spot? Shakur Laney from Ohio. Ooh. Anyways, you know what I'm thinking is going to about to be fire though is the one versus four seeds. So say seeds push through to the semis. Gilman's got Lezak in the semis. Yeah, I mean we already know. What, yeah, we already know what happened there. I think Lezak had him down eight to nothing before getting <laughs> just steamrolled decked. in the third period. Just yeah, decked. absolutely. Um, so I, I think this brackets, you know, there's some interesting storylines in this, you know, at the 125 pounds. Um, I'm really interested to see the four and five match if seeds hold true, because right now you've got Thomas Gilman as the one, Suriano as the two, Lambert as the three, Lezak as the four, and Utsi as the five. Mm-hmm. So that Utsi Lezak match that could potentially happen in the quarters, you know, that could be an interesting match. Oh, Lezak's gonna mess him up, dude. I think I agree. I agree. I think I mean, Lezak pushes through to the look, semis. Look, UC's going to take six to NCAA's. We all know that. You're guaranteed gets a medal <laughs> for, for just showing up. Dude, dude with that losing record, I think two years in a row in place. I know last year he did, but um, basically, yeah. No, that that, that that that's an interesting match. You know, so obviously as the Buckeye homers, we're going to highlight Jose Rodriguez, who did get a seed. You know, it's funny. He got the eighth. We, seed. Yeah, we were down on Jose all year, and he ends up getting seeded at the Big Tens because. You know, he, he's done a lot this year, actually. He's got some decent wins this year. Got the eighth seed, but how many qualify automatically? Seven. Okay. So I did a little bit of a, a bracket analysis, uh, breaking it down. And what I see is, you know, based – okay, so I think that, obviously, if, if Jose wins his first match, he still ends up having Gilman first round. So he either gets a bye or, you know, wrestles Gilman. I think he's going to either have to beat Utsi in the Conci quarters – or either Oliver, or either the loser of Oliver and Jimenez, um, in the seventh and eighth place match to qualify automatically. What do you think? All right, I I love your enthusiasm about this. I love your enthusiasm about Rodriguez. You know, we've we were definitely really high on him at the beginning of the year, but you did a little bracket analysis. I did a little statistical analysis. Okay, and um, in order for J Rod to qualify, he's going to have to do something that he hasn't done all of 2017 and that's win more than one match since january 1st j-rod is one and six okay he's been outscored win against lezak though hold on 
He's been outscored 88-26 to 26 in those seven matches. Jesus. Eight points of those came in a tech fall defeat to Thomas Gilman, so they were all escapes. Why are you bringing up facts? Hold on. Let me, let me finish. You. Let me finish. <laughs> Twelve more points were scored in his win against Lezak. In three of those seven matches, he has failed to score a single point. Yep. Okay? So, as much as I want J-Rod to do this, and I think he's definitely got the talent based on what we've seen early in the season, it's not going to be an easy task for him. It's it's not. You're right. But, he's like I said, he's got to beat a Utsi who, you know, is probably just rounded into form of Utsi, which is, you know, a, a very sure. solid wrestler. Sure. And even if he loses that match, he's still got Oliver or Jimenez. Now, Jimenez... He whipped him bad last time, and it wasn't good. Man, and, whipped him. and Oliver's done pretty well this year, too, by his own right. Oliver's had some struggles, though. He, he's lost some matches. I think that Jose can um, can qualify automatically. And I tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets an auto bid, though, based on his wins against Lezak and his wins against uh, Fleetwood. So you're saying that if he doesn't yeah. place in the top seven, you think he gets one of the wild cards? He's beaten Lezak and Fleetwood. Those are two top 20 guys. One's a top six guy, and another one's a top 20 guy. Um, All right. Is, are there better? Are there better one twenty fives out there to give the bid to? It just really depends on who gets the who gets the automatic spots. We'll have to examine it then. Sure. Um, so, all right. Who do you got in the finals of this match or in this weight class? I'm sorry. Oh, geez. I mean, uh, can Nick Serrano go? That's the question. If Nick Serrano can't go, um, my gut feeling says we don't see him at this tournament. Well, well then I I got. Uh... <laughs> Come on, man. You already should already had this done. No, it's 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 Gilman Lambert then. Gilman Lambert? Yeah, Lambert's been Lambert's been a freaking stud this year. All right. I got you. You know what? I think uh I think Lezak is gonna push through uh, the corners the quarters um and meet Gilman in the semis. I think obviously Gilman wins that match. I think Gilman wins this weight class overall. Um and oh, yeah. if, if Suriano does not go, then I do believe that we see a Gilman Lambert um finals match. And if I'm not mistaken, that might be a rematch of last year's Big Ten Championships third and fourth place match at 125 pounds. I think uh and obviously Gilman won that. You're right, because Gilman lost to um Megalutus. Megalutus. Yeah. All right, man. Let's move on to 133 pounds. This is by far I like this I like one this of us. the deepest weight classes. Um your top five precedes are actually all Top ten nationally ranked guys, top seven nationally ranked guys. Actually, if you think about it, super top heavy though. Um, it, it very top heavy. Um, so uh, you got Nathan Tomasello, the number one seed, well deserved. I mean, that's not going to change no matter what. Um, returning Big Ten champ, Corey Clark is also in there as a returning Big Ten champ. He's the three seed, the uh, the pre seed three seed. Uh, Montoya, the two seed. Um, Richards is at the four seed and Michik is at the five seed. And I'll tell you what, you know, I was, I, this is what kind of irks me a little bit about this. I think Richards is being punished for wrestling Tomasello this year. He took that loss against Tomasello. Clark did not wrestle Tomasello, and therefore Richards gets the four seed. Clark gets the three seed. Yeah, because I mean, what are, what are Clark's biggest wins this year? Michik. Uh, um, Michik, which was a you know, yeah, I mean a big win. But close, Richard close. Richards beat the hell out of Michik too. That's correct, he did. Much worse than Clark did. Yeah, and um, so Clark's three, and he lost to Montoya. So I think the one and two. I mean, it's not even debatable, right? Tom right. Stone. And also, by the way, this is one of those weight classes where we do have two returning Big Ten champs from last year in the same bracket. Yeah. That would be Tomasello and Clark. Yeah. And top nine, not top nine in this way to qualify. That's how deep it is. Yep, nine. So there's nine, alloc- nine, nine allocation spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you make a really good point. If Clark or if uh, excuse me, if um, Clark wrestled uh, Tomasello, and, and I'm assuming the, I, and I think it, I think it would be true based on you know Clark's injury, 
um, Tomasello beats him, then do we see? But then again, it's, it's a flip flop to me. You know, h- how do you prove that negative of okay, Richards lost to Tomasello and Clark lost to Tomasello? So, yeah, I mean, isn't it a pick 'em then? Probably, yeah. But I think Richards has probably um, wrestled more matches this year. So you like you're saying you're saying Richards kind of got a little hosed. I guess there's an argument to be made there. I was just I making agree. a point. No, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. So Tom Sell is going to see Richards potentially in the quarter or in the semis, and that's a that's a, a rematch of when Tom Sell just put it on him, dude. Right. So I think either way it goes, Tomasello is going to have a rematch in the semis regardless. I think one of the key matches in this weight class will be uh, potentially in the quarters between the four and five seeds, uh, Richards and Michik. Um, yes, they wrestled previously. Richards did put it on him. Um, it doesn't mean that can't be reversed. Well, Michik put it on Montoya. And yeah, yeah. So, I mean, t- try seeding that weight class, mm-hmm. right? No doubt. Um, so how do you see this one shaking out, man? Who do you got pushing through to the finals? I got Tomasello pushing through to the finals. I don't think it's going to be a major against Richards. And if you go back to our podcast from a while back, I all, I said that I don't think it's a match that can be flipped. I don't think Richards can beat Tomasello, but I think Richards is going to keep that left leg a little back further and not be susceptible to those uh, – excuse me, right leg back a little further and not be susceptible to those swing singles that Tomasello dominated him with. Right. Um, I think the only way Richards can win – can win is by taking Tomasello down twice because I think Tomasello will get his. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Tomasello's been taken down twice in a match this year. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Uh, yeah, and I don't see that happening. So I think that Tomasello pushes to the finals. Um, Oppo, I like Clark. I like Clark to avenge his loss to Montoya. Okay, okay. Um, no, I, I like got? that. I like that. Um, personally, I think. I think we're going to see an upset at the 4-5. I like Michik to push through the quarters to meet Tomasell in the semis. Okay. Um, obviously Tell me I, about that match then. No, I just think that that's a, I think it's a match that can be flipped based off of the previous result. Oh, no, I mean um, Tomasello versus Michik. Oh, yeah. No, I mean I see Michik pushing through to the uh, through the semis, um, and then Tomasello, I, I think he wins that match. That was a tight match um, last It was a right? tight match, but you know what? They wrestled you know, at the finals, the Cliff Keen. It was Tomasello's first time back on the mat. Um I will say that Michik does have a way of kind of slowing it down a little bit. He can kind of keep things close, but I don't think I, I don't see Michik beating Thomasell at this point. I mean, no. no I, I mean, he's going to score, he's gonna score offensive points to do that. Absolutely, and and and, and keep from getting taken Tomasello down. Thomasell been taken down this year. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know that. I, I don't. I, I can't put it this way. I don't think any of the top guys have taken him down. No, now maybe you know he slipped up and got taken down by like somebody random, like Cliff King or something, but. Um, so anyway, I do see Tomasello pushing through to the finals. Um, you know, I'm going to... Who do you like between... Uh, well, I, I don't even know. There could be some other ones. Mitch McKee's not bad. Who do you like between Montoya and Clark? Um, I mean, I think the semis on the bottom of the half of that bracket is going to be Montoya Clark. And I like the way Montoya's been wrestling this year, man. Um, I think he's he's improved his the game on his Mexican Rattler, feet. baby. Yeah, he's improved on his feet. And the boy is dominant on top. And I like I, I think that he you know he's already beaten Clark this year, so I like to see him push through the finals again. And then obviously I see Tomasello winning this one. Has Clark yeah. wrestled Mitch McKee? I know they uh, dueled. I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, that, that'll be an interesting quarter. So they did duel recently. I'm not um, sure they wrestled though. Did they? I think they did. Yeah, I think Clark like, stuck him or something. Then maybe. No, I think I Hold think on, that's I a good can, point. I can tell Just you right now. It's the yeah. great thing we got this beautiful why, thing in front of us called why, the internet. Why don't you uh, why don't you uh, song and dance to the people while I look this up? 
<laughs> song and dance. Yeah, like, you know, talk some stuff. Talk. Oh, it's Big Ten Tourney Week. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to sing. No, I want you to keep singing. I'm pretty sure Clark did wrestle that match, though. Look yeah. it up. Look it up. I'm trying to, but your internet's not letting me. No, don't All right, me. now I got it. Uh, yeah, he beat Mitch McKee 10-3. to 10-3. So yeah. I take back everything I just said. I mean, Mitch McKee is a dangerous wrestler. He's definitely got... Um, he's got great high school accolades. I think he was like a Fargo champ. Yeah, I mean, he's got great accolades coming in. Um, he is dangerous. He's got some decent wins on the year, but I just don't think he's at that level, these other these other five guys, the top five precedes. I'm taking Mitch McKee to win it all. No, you're not. All right, you're right. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's move on to 141 pounds. Again, another weight class where there are nine automatic. I'm so mad where we got seated. Another weight class where there are nine <laughs> automatic qualification spots up for grab. But yes, as Ohio State fans, we are pissed <laughs> that Pletcher drew the five Give seed. Give me the six seed. Give me the seven seed. And Topher Carton gets the six seed. Look, if I'm Tom Ryan, I'm we saying this. We beat Topher Carton. Yeah, we beat Topher Carton. We want his seed. Yeah, we get to choose what seed he is. <laughs> exactly. Is it, does, that work? does it work that way? No. Because not only do we have to wrestle McChrystal in the quarters, who we beat, what was it, four to one or something? You know, it was, it was, a, it was a closer match. But I mean, McChrystal's legit. And by we, we're talking about Luke Pletcher. I know, I Ohio say we State. a lot. Okay, yeah. I'm an Ohio State fan. I say we a lot. It is a very bad habit, but I'm not going to stop doing it so you all can uh, suck an egg. Anyways, so. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it legal. I said suck an egg. All right. Anyway, I was, so. Come I didn't on. say suck a ball that looks like an egg. God, I, I hate you sometimes. Anyways. No, I just I think that like you know so we've got a tough tough quarter with Colton McChrystal who you know is is definitely dangerous and if we win that match we've got Anthony Ashnall who I think is the only person in the bracket that Pletcher can't beat. And it's I absolutely agree with you. Um, so yeah, so your your top precedes in this bracket at 141 pounds. You've got Anthony Ashnall number one, um, J- Jimmy Goulibon, who's really come on of late number two. I tell you what, he's come on. Yeah, Tommy Thorne from Minnesota, number three. McChrystal from Nebraska at the four spot. Pletcher at the five spot. Topher Carton at the six spot. This is actually a weight class where they seated fourteen guys. I'm not going to go through all fourteen. You know guys. what's silly, and and, and and to me, it's it's Pletcher beat McChrystal, yet they decided to precede McChrystal over Pletcher, and it makes no difference because they have to wrestle each other in the quarters, in the quarters anyways. Right, but. Jesus, how do you – I don't – why are they preceding McChrystal over Pletcher there? Do you have any idea? I don't know. It, it may come down to um, conference record, um, total number of wins, things like that. I mean, even though Pletcher does have the head-to-head. Reasons to yell on the inside trip. That could be a reason. That could be a reason. They were like, hey, we really want to piss this guy off. <laughs> I doubt but it. It doesn't matter anyways because I think that the opposite half – Ooh, they got to face Thorne and Gillibon. I'd, hey, you're, if you're telling me I got to go through Thorne and Gillibon to get to the get to the finals over going through Ashnault, McChrystal National. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it. Wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, obviously that would be the. I mean, that's what you would want. But you know, if the, if this is how the seeds play out, it is what it is. He gonna um, qualify? Who do you see? Who do you got in the finals? You got to clear into the finals, man. Man, I got I got an Ashnault Gillibon, man. Gillibon's looked really good. <laughs> yeah, I think Gillibon's really been wrestling well lately. Um, Him and Carton are going to see each other, I think. What is that, 2-6? Two, two, That'd be the 3-6. So Carton, they would see each other in the semis. Gillibon's a 2. Right. They would see each other in the semis. Thorne and Carton would actually be the quarters. Um, that would be the 3-6 quarter. Um, you know, i got to be honest with you, man. Um, I'm pretty. I'm assuming you've got, you said Ashnault and Gillibon in the finals. You're yeah. picking Ashnault to win this thing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. It's not going to be a question. For sure. Um, 
He's going to get on top. I of think Thorne clears the bottom half and ends up in the finals. I think you got an Ashnault Thorne finals. Um, and obviously, I, I mean, Ashnault is the, you know, he's the cream of the crop in this weight class. You got a sleeper in this weight? This weight's kind of deep. Because I do. I know you do. No, I, I really don't have a sleeper in this weight. I like Gaska. The only person I could say maybe is maybe a Cole Martin from Wisconsin. You like Martin over Gaska, huh? I just... Gaska's got some nice wins. Not not maybe not this year, but he's got some nice wins. Well, you want to bring up what you want to talk to me about three years ago? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't because I can't even find his name on internet right now, which means that he's potentially not even ranked. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your sleeper. Please tell me about his great wins. Um, he beat um he beat Ryan Taylor like two years ago. Do you remember that year when I got you to drop Ryan Taylor you from the fantasy league fart. to pick up Gaska? That was crap, dude. Okay, so obviously everybody knows that we're in a fantasy wrestling league, and I had Ryan Taylor the year that he was going ham, but he wasn't. He didn't wrestle for like a couple. He started out at one twenty five that year, remember? Yeah, and then he bumped up to thirty three and couldn't lost wrestle for a couple a while. matches. Yeah, lost a couple matches at twenty five because he was cutting too much weight. So I dropped him to pick up Gaska. All of a sudden, he bumped up to 33. It's just wrecking dudes. And guess who picks him up on our league? You. Me. So you got me to drop him for Gaska, who did nothing, and then he got picked up freaking Ryan Taylor. <sighs> I mean. And that's why you won this year, the regular season. I will anoint you right now on our podcast as the regular season champion. Thank you. I'm in second place, by, and I'm, what, like 40-something about sixty, now. sixty something points away. Anyway, but that if those dudes, if the Penn State guys would have wrestled that Reno, I would have been beating you. So, anyway, moving on from that, man. So, yeah, I would say if I was going to pick a sleeper at one forty one, it it may be Cole Martin. Um, the thing is, in my, in my opinion, after Anthony Ashnall, it's a crapshoot. After that, you don't think Gaska could beat Jimmy Goulavon? Because that's what they're going to have in the quarters. I guarantee that can happen. I don't. I don't think he's going to beat Jimmy Goulibon. Can it happen? Sure, anything could happen. I just don't see it happening. Um, and again, I mean, I'll go back. I'll say it again. After Anthony Ashnall, I think it's it's just a crapshoot after that. Yeah, that's a good point. Ashnall's kind of solidified himself in that weight. Although, man, I could see Goulibon beating Ashnall. I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but he's been wrestling tough. Yeah, he's been wrestling tough. I, I, Ashnall's just on a different level than everybody else at that weight class. Dude's amazing on top. Ashnault is amazing on top, man, especially if he gets that cross wrist, dude. Once he gets that cross wrist, it's game over. He uses that, what, that little Easton tilt? Yeah. All right, let's move on to 149. 149 pounds. Um, they got anybody good? I, there's a couple of guys who are pretty good. Only six automatic qualification spots up for grabbing this weight class. That sounds low, but when you actually look at the bracket, to be honest with you, that, that's, I mean, that's pretty much right. Yeah, I mean, I think this weight class is pretty much owned by three guys. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, the, the fourth seed's Alfred Bannister, who's had some nice wins this year, and who will be, I think, an NCAA qualifier, but he's not going to be dangerous on the, I think, on the national level. I, I mean, I think that's a pretty fair statement. Um, but look at those top three, I though. Mean, <laughs> your, your top three pre-seeds right now is Zane Rutherford, Brandon Sorensen, and Micah Jordan. And Mongoose I Goose mean, Mick, baby. You know, obviously, those guys, I think all three are ranked to top five nationally right now, right? Yeah, pretty yeah, Micah's fifth. Um Fourth, yeah, we don't got to get into it all, but yeah. That's yeah, I'm pretty sure, five. like... You got Micah Mays, Kalika, Sorensen, Rutherford. Absolutely. In, in your top five. Um, I, I, to me, to me, the, really, the only interesting thing in this weight class is who's going to clear that bottom half that's semis it. between I mean, Sorensen and it. Jordan. To me, that's it. 
Um, you know, they, they they wrestled in the duel. It was a two to nothing victory for Sorensen. The difference in that match was basically the fact that Sorensen was able to wrestle in all three positions. Well, he wrote him out and got it right in time. Right? Exactly. Uh, Micah Jordan couldn't take him down. Couldn't get out from bottom. Um, but now Sorensen couldn't take him down either. Couldn't take Micah down. Yeah. So yeah, fair point. Fair point. You know. I'm taking Micah to the finals right now. Are you? Yeah, I, I think that. Okay, okay. I think that. Look, Micah is. We know that he's very fantastic offensively. Sorensen shut him down and Carver Hawkeye. Um, yep. Close tight match. Micah shuts Sorensen down. So here's what's funny is that Sorensen took Rutherford down twice. Micah took Rutherford down twice. Yet neither one of them can get each other on a takedown. And I'm not reading much into that except for I think it's an interesting statistic to say that both Micah and Brandon Sorensen. They're not slouches on defensively on their feet. Um, and I think I, I could see some scrapping. I think Micah gets to a single leg and gets, some t- gets a takedown. Um, now, I think Micah wins if it's a one-takedown match. I think if it's a multiple-takedown match, I think Sorensen might win. Um, you know, and Sorensen's – Micah's going to have to get his ass off bottom. Uh, yeah, and I think that's – There it is. That, that's the, that's the key point in this because even if Micah gets a takedown, let's say he gets one takedown in – in regulation, and Sorensen is the only one that gets the escape, rides Micah out, so gets the riding time point. You got a two-two match going yeah. into overtime, and that makes me nervous. Yeah, and I and I, I think that the winner of this, I think of my, the way to Mike Micah to win this match. I don't even think he can give up riding time to Sorensen. I think he's got to get his ass out, you know. And I don't think he's got to get it out under an, under a minute, but I think he's got to be able to take him down and ride him a little bit. Maybe take him down with like thirty seconds to go and ride him out, and then maybe ride him fifteen twenty seconds on top. Sorensen is solid in all three positions. Um, all of them are – Zane and Sorensen are solid in all three positions. Mike is actually not terrible on top. He's – I mean, he's elite on his feet. He's just – he's below average on bottom. Okay? I agree. He's not I terrible. Mean, he makes – you know, top guys make him look terrible. Right. But he's not terrible. But, he, you know, he if, he – if he can't find a way to get out from Sorensen, who doesn't ride legs. Mm-hmm. It's not like Sorensen's over there throwing boots like Zane or something or punishing. He just, you know, cro- or, you know, uh, you know – what is that inside wrist type, you know, tough pressure ride on him. Right. And I think, I think Mike is going to have an answer to that. I think he's going to get out. And this is my Homer pick is Mike is going to push to the finals. I mean, and Zane's going to win. Okay. So you got Micah pushing to the finals, Zane winning. Fair enough. I said, okay. I, all right. Fair enough. Um, so, all right. In this, I obviously got Zane in the top half of the bracket, pushing through to the finals. I think that's a bold pick, buddy. Shut up. Um, I, I think the f- intriguing matchup to me on the top half of the bracket, um, if seeds play out, is going to be the four-five quarters match between Bannister and Theobald. I actually Ooh. see Theobald winning that match. Um, the five seed pushing through to the semis to can wrestle I, Rutherford. Can I comment on that? Because no, you've already talked enough. No, because I didn't. Th- I didn't think you. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> even think about that. Talk about a contrast in styles. Yeah. If anybody's seen it, you know, Baby J, Alfred Bannister. Is you know very good on his feet. Mm-hmm. He's he's decent on bottom because he's so sh- short and compact. Mm-hmm. Theobald, he's nothing special on his feet at all. But I tell you what, dude, that dude will get legs in and just ride. He is the nasty on top. Shit yeah. out of you. You rode the shit out of Micah. He, I think you rode him out. Yeah, he picked top, rode him out. Good on top. He picked top in the second period against in their duel and rode Mike out. He didn't turn him, but he rode him out. Right legs and he's got that big upper like long like by yep. big I mean like long yep. wingspan upper body to just be able to control you. So wait a minute, Theobald's not redshirting. <laughs> Theobald is not <laughs> yeah, redshirting. <laughs> so oh, anyway, that is some old school shit. I'll take uh, Theobald over Baby J. Yeah, so I've, 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 that's what I was getting to earlier. I've got the five seed Theobald pushing through to the semis over Bannister, wrestling Rutherford. Obviously, Rutherford pushing through to the finals. Um, Have they wrestled before Theobald and 
Baby J? I bet they have. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, the, it, I'm torn on this two, three semis between Sorensen and Micah. I, I want to be a homer. I want to pick Micah Jordan to win this match. I'm just extremely concerned about his ability to get out from bottom. And that's so important in these matches, you know, against two elite-level wrestlers. It, it, if you can't get out from bottom, you're going to struggle to win a match, man. Um, well, at the, at the, the, the highest level. Yeah. At the highest level. I think in order for Micah to win this match, he's going to have to take Sorensen down two times. Does he have the ability? Yes, I'm going to go with the homer pick and say that he does. I think, just like you, you got a Rutherford-Micah Jordan finals. Obviously, um, I'm going to err on the side of caution like you did and say Rutherford wins that match. Yeah, yeah I think Rutherford wins that match. Um, Bannister did beat Theobald 3-2. to two, Yeah, so it could be flipped. Yeah, no, it can be, but but that's that's interesting to me because, you know, Theobald seems like that guy's just real clingy. He's not going to let anybody get out. Mm-hmm. But it looks like Bannister got out. Um, my, here's my guess, 3-2. to two. Got a takedown, got out. And Theobald got an escape and riding time. I will say this. If you're looking for a sleeper in this bracket, um, it would be the sixth seed, Andrew Crone. I'm not saying he's going to pull the upset on Micah Jordan, but he no. did recently major decision returning All-American Justin Oliver from Central Michigan. So the boy's got some skills. He does, but, I mean, Micah Jordan put it to Crone earlier. No, no, I know that. I'm, I, that's why I said I'm not saying he's going to beat him. You didn't know I'm that. I'm saying though. if you're looking for a sleeper. I'm giving you facts that you didn't know. And one of them was that Micah Jordan beat Crone pretty bad. I can't take you seriously. You're sitting here in your flipping underwear. No, I put my sweatpants back on. <laughs> okay. Maybe you should pay more attention. <laughs> All right, let's move on to 157 pounds. Um, a weight class where there are nine automatic qualification spots up for grab, um, which means they seed 14 people. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> again, I mean, it's a this lot weight of class average is average wrestler. This weight class is interesting to me, to be honest. All right, I'm listening. Okay. Um, look, Jason Knopf is the man here. All right, if anybody says that he's going to lose this, I'm going to call you crazy. You're dumb. Yeah, let's debate. I'll be happy to debate it with you. Jason I won't Nolf, debate you. I'll actually physically try to all get in a physical altercation with you. What, what is wrong with you tonight? <laughs> I'll get in a physical altercation with somebody if they say that differently. No, no you're not. So <laughs> no, anyway. by that I mean like I'll like hug him and buy him some ice cream. So listen, on the top half of the, your seeds, your pre-seeds are this. Number one is Jason Knoll from Penn State. Number two, you got Michael Kimmerer from Iowa. The three seed, Tyler Berger from Nebraska. Four is Jake Short. Five is Kyle Langender for Illinois. Nice season for him so far. Absolutely. Um, number six, Brian Murphy from Michigan. Number seven is John Van Brill from Rutgers, who's actually had a decent season himself. And then after that, it kind of, in my opinion, that's where it kind of trails off a little bit. Uh, your eight is Danishek, nine is Rushel, and you know, go on from there. Rushel some nice wins, um, though, yeah. For Ohio State fans, Jake Ryan will be back on the mat for this tournament. Um, he's got right now. He's preceded eleventh right now. Brian, that means Brian Murphy first round, which means that we'll get his leg in the air a million times and not finish the takedown. Because <laughs> that's Brian Murphy's best position yeah. on the mat. Um, but look at the but top, this three. Weight, top this three. Weight class top intrigues three. me. The top three, I think, are almost top three in, in the, the country. country. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Nolf one, Kimmer two, Berger three. Oh man, I like Berger. So uh, I think I t- Tyler Berger is awesome. I'm I'm taking Berger. You taking him over Kimmer this time? I'm taking Berger over Kimmer. I don't know why. That's dumb. All right, who you got? Tell me who you got clearing to the finals in this. All right, I got Kimmer and Nolf. <laughs> I don't know. You asked me too quickly. I didn't look at these today when I was at work. Um, you, what do you mean I asked you too quickly? We've been talking about doing this for a week. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing a podcast this week. I'm just kidding. Um, dude, the Burger or Kemmer, uh, 
uh, match at final at uh, Midlands was freaking fire with like a lot of there was some debate was some controversy bro. about missed takedowns. They didn't wrestle since then, right? I, I'm almost positive they haven't wrestled since then. They didn't wrestle in a duel. Oh, I don't know. Kemmer just wrestled, or Iowa just wrestled uh, Nebraska in a duel. Oh, and Kemmer beat him. Right? Yeah, it was. I think it was another close match. Yeah. Well, then I'm taking Kemmer and Nolf to the finals. Okay. Um, and obviously, I'm assuming you're picking Nolf, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Nolf. like I said, like I said, I would physically alter, uh, physically uh, get in a physical altercation with somebody if they didn't pick Nolf. So if I don't pick Nolf right now, you're going to fight me on this podcast. You think I wouldn't go Greco with you right now. You wouldn't go Greco, with dude. You. I'd go underwear match Greco with you right now. And let's get back to the 157 pounds. Nope. This weight class. Wait, wait is you're not going to tell our listeners about our underwear Greco matches? No, it doesn't even exist. Oh, they, they exist. Jesus. They, they exist. I can't stand you. <laughs> All right. So, oh, they exist. Um, yeah, I like this weight class. <laughs> the Kimmerer Berger rematch is going to be is going to be fire, man. All right. All right. It's going to be fire. I'm looking. I'm so looking forward to that match. Yeah, they're um, good wrestlers. I honestly, on the top half of the bracket, you got Langendurfer as the five seed, who's had a really, really good season so far. Uh, he just had some really good wins. I think he's recently beaten Josh Shields from Arizona State. He also recently beat um, good night, uh, Brian Murphy as well uh, in January. Um, I like him versus Ryan. That, I like him to win that match over short and push through to the semis. Obviously, losing that match to Nolf um, oh, on the sorry. bottom half of the bracket. You know, you're going to have a three versus six. If Jake Ryan, you know. <laughs> Ryan's got Murphy first round. I think Murphy wins that match. I, mean, I think Murphy wins that match. Ryan, Ryan doesn't, that doesn't mean Ryan can't qualify, but you know who he's going to have to beat? He's going to have to beat guys that he's already beaten. He's already beaten Danishek. Not I'm not saying this year, sorry. He's already beaten Danishek. He's already beaten, he's, he owns more wins over Rochelle. And I think Griffin from Purdue is a freshman. Dude can. If, if Jake Ryan puts it together, if he's healthy, if all of a sudden, you know, something clicks, and I'm not even talking about something clicks to where he's where he was last year, but if something clicks to where he's actually wrestling decent, he's going to qualify. He should qualify. You're right. You're right. He, should, he should definitely qualify. He's messed TJ Rochelle um, up a couple times, dude. Yeah. Not this year, though. No, not this year at all. No. He seems to always get the first takedown against everybody, and then... Uh, Fades out a little bit. Um, and it's interesting to note that he hasn't been on the mat for over a month now. Um, so this would be his first action back in obviously in over a month. Um, but anyway, on the bottom half of the bracket, you know, you're looking at a, a three versus six Berger, Berger versus Murphy. Obviously I like Berger in that. Um, but I tell you what, that's still I th- Berger. I mean, Murphy, dude could dude can make the finals. You don't think? No, I don't think he's beaten Kimmer or Berger. Okay. No, I don't. Um, you don't I, gotta be so mean about it though. I'm going to be mean. Um, anyway, I actually like Berger to pull the upset over Kimmerer this time. I think Berger gets him this time. I think you got a Nolf Berger finals, and obviously I am picking Nolf to win that. You know Nolf has majored everybody this year except for one person. Kimmer. Kimmer. And he barely majored Berger. Barely. Right. He thinks he's good and he barely majored Berger. Are you off your meds tonight? <laughs> no, I just had a couple too many beers. Jesus. <laughs> Can I sleep on your couch? You know that guy on Twitter that said, are you guys as really as dumb as you sound? Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. No, we don't need to talk about it. But I mean, I'm starting to wonder why he said, I'm just starting to understand why he said that. (laughs) Well, you're the one that, never mind. All right. You're, hey, let's roll. Let's roll. Let's move up to 165 pounds. Um, Oh, you know who I got. I mean, this is a four-man bracket, in my opinion, right? 
Would you disagree? Yeah, Isaiah, Massa, Jordan, Bertrand. I'm sorry, who? Bertrand, Cody Bertrand from Ohio State. Yeah, what was his precede? He didn't get preceded, which is crap, but he lost to Hughes by one. He lost to Jordan by one. Um, he lost to Gunther by three. You know, he's got a lot of tight losses. So you're telling me it's a four-man weight class, and it's Martinez, Massa, Jordan, and Bercher. And you just argued with me today over who had a better chance of making the NCAA Finals, Vincenzo Joseph or Mark Hall. That, all right, who do you, why do you think that Mark Hall has a better chance of making the NCAA Finals than Vincenzo? We'll talk about it later. What, offline? Offline. We'll take it offline. So anyway, um, yeah, so your top four seeds, Isaiah Martinez, Logan Massa, uh, Isaac Jordan, Vincenzo Joseph. Look, Martinez is undefeated on the year. Massa has one loss. That was to Martinez. Isaac Jordan's got two losses. Both of those were to Logan Massa. I don't think Jordan wrestled Martinez yet, right? Hasn't, hasn't wrestled him this right, year. Right, so no. his only two losses are to Massa this year. Trenzo lost, Trenzo lost to Martinez 5-2. to two. Right, and he also lost to uh, Isaac Jordan in overtime, right? Uh, yeah, he pushed it over overtime right. there. Um, whew. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm going. How could you not go Isaiah versus Logan Massa? I mean, Massa's beaten Jordan twice, but now there's that adage, right? It's hard. It's hard to beat it's, somebody three times, and and it ain't like Isaac Jordan's some slouch that's gonna just get pushed over and say, "I'm a senior." You know, like it's not like he doesn't have the mental toughness to say, "Okay, just because I lost twice doesn't mean I can't beat him." So you know what, actually. I'm gonna go Isaac versus Martinez here. Mm-hmm. I think I think Logan Massa beats him at the NCAA tournament, but I'm gonna take Isaac Jordan here. Okay. Um, I take that back. I'm going Massa versus Martinez. Which one? Which one is it, man? You're starting to confuse me. I'm going Isaac Jordan Martinez. All right. So final, right? That's my final answer. All right. Um, yeah, obviously I like Martinez over Joseph. Martinez clears to the finals. I think you're looking at a rematch between. Uh, Massa and Martinez. I like Massa. I like him a uh, lot. Um, I like him to beat Jordan again. He's already done it twice this year. Oh, I thought you were talking about over Martinez. Over no, Martinez. no, I don't. You know, the, when Martinez and Massa wrestled, it was a close match because it's very, very conflicting styles. Massa yeah. likes to wrestle from space. Martinez likes to wrestle from the tie. So you had a match that basically came down to one takedown, more or less. Um, and that's exactly what it came down to. Right. Um, I didn't see anything in that match from Logan Massa that says that can be reversed. I don't think he was, you know, very close to ever taking down Martinez. And now Massa's like he fires off a lot of shots, right? He does. And and he didn't even get past the head or the hands of Martinez. No. It doesn't mean you don't slip one in there though. You know, eventually anything. We, we all know. Hey, any wrestler that's ever wrestled knows that somebody's ended up on your legs when you don't know how the hell that happened. Right. Oh, for you know, sure. we're like, oh my god, like that. that I walked into that. Um, and I think Massa's got the goods, absolutely, to beat Martinez. But but I mean that having the skill to do it, and then going out there and doing it against the champ, right? I, I, I'm taking Martinez, and I'm taking Martinez next week or two weeks from now. And you know, it just kind of is what. It is. And I'm taking Martinez next year. That's just kind of my my my, my okay. on that bad boy. <laughs> yeah. So again, I've got Martinez and Massa in the finals. I like Martinez over Massa again. Um, I'll tell you if you want this for, for Buckeye fans. This is probably the only. This is the only weight class where we, where we do not have a seated wrestler. Cody Bircher did not get a seat in this weight class. Um, and if you're wanting a sleeper, man, I'll tell you, watch out for Drew Hughes from Michigan State. Dude, the, is, dude is an good animal on top. on top. 
Animal on top. on top. And he's not a bad wrestler at all. And he's a, I think he's a true freshman that they pulled his shirt. Okay. They pulled his shirt because they were like, we need somebody to qualify. <laughs> you need to qualify. Weren't you just telling me that Gasco was going to well, be yeah, you know, what I, you know what I mean. Um, you know I love Bertrand. I've been on the Bertrand train all year. Yep. And I think that he's kind of fallen off a little bit. And it's unfortunate they only get seven. Um, you know, it, some of the some of the um, preview prognostications I saw had uh, had um, Sebastian as the eighth seed, who had Bertrand just beaten. Um, I think it's going to be hard for Bertrand to get an automatic qualification spot. I, it, I, I think it's going to be hard for Bertrand to qualify yeah. without an automatic qualification well, spot. Well, I think that he's got some he's got some close some, losses. No, but he's got some decent non like non top twenty wins. That, that I think that will they'll take into consideration because what are you going to put in there? You're going to put in a guy in the EWL that doesn't qualify that hasn't beaten anybody in the top twenty or the top you know top thirty RPI. I think that Bertrand's got a shot based on you know. I hope so. Say he takes the eighth. I think he's got a shot to qualify, but I, I find it hard pressed for him to be able to get in there. But who knows? Maybe he goes out there and beats uh, Wanzak or you know somebody else. You know, you mentioned Sebastian earlier, and that would be Johnny Sebastian from Northwestern. Um, I, to me, this one still baffles me to this day. He started the season out at 174. He was undefeated, I think, and then dropped to 165. And once he dropped to 165, he struggled. I mean, he's had some very he like head-scratching losses he at, one, at 165. So I, I would love to know the rationale behind that drop because I thought he was actually he, he was performing very well at 174. I'm I think, not sure he uh, beat anybody good, was though, it, has he? Uh, the head coach, Storniolo, right? You know, actually said that you know, he could be an All-American right now, this year, um, then made the drop. And since then, he's had some head-scratching losses, man. Now, 74 is a deep weight, though, at the big. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway. Speaking of 74, right? Yeah, speaking of 74. Um, it's another nine uh, qualifying uh, weight class. Yep, nine automatic qualifications up for grab in this bracket. What do you think about this one and two seed? I think it's right. Yeah, I do too. I think it's right. For one, you've got Bo Jordan, who's got one loss. Now, granted, he hasn't wrestled very many matches on the year. I think, what? 12. 12 he's matches. 11 and 1. 11 and 1. Um, he's got one loss. Um, you know, Mark Hall's got two losses on the season, including a Big Ten loss himself. He's and, got a and loss, a loss to a guy Bo beat. So I think that they got it right. Correct. I think that's. I, I think it was fair. Hall's definitely got some better wins, though. No doubt. Yeah. No. No. No doubt whatsoever. Um, so your top seeds in this weight class, and I don't want to go through all 14, but Bo Jordan, number one. Why don't you give me top five? Mark Hall, number two. Zach Brunson, three. Miles Amin, four. Alex Meyer, five. And then I'm even going to give you number six because the guys kind of come on as of late, had a really nice run over Ryan Preach of Lehigh. That's Jordan Pagano from Rutgers is the, the sixth seed. All right, all right. I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, you know who, who I like as a sleeper, and I'm concerned about this match, is Amin versus Jordan. Miles Amin's had some nice wins, and he uh, he's beaten he's beaten Martin uh, by one or uh, Myers, excuse me, Myers by one, same as Bo Jordan. Right, and dude's dude's tough. He's had a good season. Amin has definitely come on this year. He's had yeah. a really good season. Um, I'm not so sure if I, I'm not so sure I see him beating Meyer again and, and making the semis. Oh yeah, because he's gonna have to just do that. To, yeah, make right. The semis. So the, so the quarter on that top half of the bracket would be the four five would be Amin. Versus Alex Meyer from Iowa. Who, yeah, like like you just said, I mean, he's beating him uh, six five. Right. I, I actually see Meyer flipping that one this time and pushing through to the semis against Bo. Okay. To be and, honest, and I'll and I'll take Bo in that match. I, I would too. I, I liked I, I, Meyer didn't do anything to show me that he's going to beat Bo even on one bad foot. No, 
you know, but at the same time, Bo hasn't showed a whole lot this year either in regards of offense. Um, you know, we've talked about this ad nauseum. So, look, I don't think it's going to be easy for Bo Jordan. I don't think it's going to be a gimme, you know, walking into the finals. I got I really Mark Hall winning it. Yeah, well, I'm glad we went. We jumped there. I, I, I agree with you. I just wanted to get it out before you said it. I, I actually agree with you. Um, we're going to piss off some Ohio State fans um, with that one. But anyway. I got Mark Hall making the finals of the NCAA tournament against the Heat Valencia on the opposite side. And you wondered why I said that Mark Hall had a better chance of making the finals than Vincenzo Joseph. Well, I, you know, when I'm bored at work, I try to piss you off. Not not bored. By bored, I mean when I need a break from the torture that I have to deal with. All right. Back to the preview, man. I, the bottom half of the bracket, um, I do not think is as interesting as the top half, to be truthfully honest. I mean, your two seed is Mark Hall. Your three seed is Brunson. Mark Hall just tech-falled Brunson, you know, in the past few weeks. Uh, which I believe is Brunson's only tech fall loss in his college career, if that tells you anything. Um, was Brunson – was he a Big Ten finals last year? I don't know if he was or not. I, I know – no, I don't. I only have one. Oh, he, yeah, I, I know at one point he was ranked second in the country before um, he got pinned last year by Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel, yeah. yeah. Um, Legit dude, never All-American, and I hope he does. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, so like you, man, I, I, I see Hall pushing through to the finals against Bo Jordan – um, this is not a matchup I like for Bo. Hall's going to be too much for him. And the problem is, if, if you listen to a lot of the prognosticators and if you watch a lot of uh, Mark Hall's matches, his and this is how Preach took him down, head outside, high crotch. Mark Hall gets taken down, and that's how Meyer took him down, mm-hmm. head outside, high crotch, which is weird because normally you can scramble a little better off of a head outside. Head inside, you normally feel a little more comfortable if you're a wrestler. You know, I feel more comfortable from if I shoot a head inside single, I can get that angle. Whereas if I'm head outside, somebody can sit, you know, sit and maybe sit go behind. Yeah. Or it's easier to funk because you don't have to worry about the head. Right. Mark Hall can't get taken down from a head inside. Like, he is amazing from a head inside. Crutchmore tried to hit him in the head inside. He funked him and ended up winning that match. What's Bo Jordan's only takedown? His head inside single. Yeah, besides like a pick and, you know, maybe a dresser dump. That's what he's got. And, you know, and he's, he's, he's uh, obviously limited mobility-wise where Hall's not. And he's not riding anybody right now. Bo, Bo Jordan's not scaring anybody on top. Give me Hall. Give me Hall and, and, and give me Hall by – you know, Bo Jordan will keep it close. Cause I think he, it's going to be close. He's just very solid head hands. Give me give me uh, like a 4-3 type thing. I think it's going to be close. I think for Bo Jordan to win this match, he's got to get two takedowns, and I'm not sure he can do that against Mark Hall. Um, I like Mark Hall's or offense Or he's got a ride. One takedown and a, and a real ride. That's true. Fair point. Um, I like Mark Hall's offense much better than I do Bo Jordan's. And I think most right people now. most people who are wrestling fans would agree. I right mean, now, it yeah. says that Mark Hall's offense is better. You give me I Bo think Jordan's, it's more dynamic. You give me Bo Jordan's offense his freshman year, and even though it's not as dynamic, I'll take his head inside single over 15 different takedowns. Okay. But okay. right now, uh, this his head year, inside, he's not getting the penetration. He's not. Have you noticed that? It's almost like a lower-level arm, you know? Right. So, I mean... I think Mark Hall's got a very diverse offense. Um, I think Mark Hall wins the athleticism battle. I think Bo Jordan's battled some injuries this year. So, yeah, I mean, like you, I, I see Mark Hall winning this match. Jordan is – I think Jordan – I think it's hard to say that Jordan isn't stronger than him. I think the physicality battle, Jordan's probably – Jordan's bigger than him, Yeah, Jordan's, sure. Jordan's bigger than him, which, which I, is the reason why I think he'll be able to shut down um, a lot of, uh, you know, the offense. But I think Mark Hall will get enough to his takedowns. And you know what? Look, we're Buckeyes fans. I, I'm gonna be cheering for, cheering for Bo Jordan, but I just don't. I don't know. I, I just like. I gotta call it how I see it. Yep. All right. So moving on to 184 pounds, this weight class is fire. 
I mean, it's insane. You have, not only do you have two. I wouldn't comment, but I'm trying to get a beer. Returning so. Big Ten champs in this weight class. You've got one, two, three NCAA finalists in this weight class. Well, let me tell you something real quick. Miles Martin is a returning NCAA champ, ranked seated fourth, and TJ Dudley is a returning NCAA finalist, seated, seated fifth. fifth. So, sorry to interrupt you there, but I mean, that's pretty much all you need to say to know that this weight class is fire. I mean, your top seeds, I mean, you got not Okay, so there's nine automatic qualifications up for grab in this weight class. Bo Nickel, number one. Sammy Brooks, number two. Nate Jackson, number three. Ohio State's Mymar, number four. TJ Dudley, number five. It drops off a little bit after that. I mean, you're still looking at top 15 ranked guys in Emory Parker and Nick Gravina. Still guys that can win some matches at the NCAA tournament. For sure. Of course. Of course. You know what I think sucks? Preach to me. Miles Martin is undefeated against Nate Jackson. Never lost to Nate Jackson. We didn't get to wrestle Indiana this year. I'll tell you right now, Miles Martin beats Nate Jackson if they wrestle each other this year. And because they didn't, we get the four seed, he gets the three seed, and we've got to be stuck with a quarter of TJ Dudley. Dude, Nickel, Meyer, Martin, and Dudley. Okay, returning NCAA finalist is the one seed. All right, all on the top half, returning NCAA finalist, returning NCAA champ, returning NCAA finalist. On the top half. That top half is insane. It's nuts. But, I mean... If we would have wrestled Jackson, we would have been on that bottom half, and I think we would have made the finals. The way Mymar's wrestling right now? Yeah, you know what? I mean, it is what it is. It's it's one of those things where it's... it's. I mean, I don't know how they come to this stuff sometimes, but uh, the top half of the bracket is definitely the stronger half. I mean, you already said it. You've got a, an NCAA champ and two NCAA finals in the top half yeah. of the bracket. I mean, I don't disagree that Brooks deserves the two seed, but they're giving Jackson the three seed because he beat Brooks and we lost to Brooks. I Look, I think based on this season's results, it's seeded right, to be truthfully honest. Yeah, I mean, let's, ja- let's just be honest. Jackson hasn't quite wrestled the, the studs that Mymar has. But even Although the, he, did, he, did place it, he did place higher, I think, at Midlands. Right, and even the studs that Mymar has wrestled, he's only beaten one of them. Well, I mean, he's also beaten Emery Parker, Gravina. You know, and Schneider from Binghamton. Yeah, I mean, those are decent wins outside of the top ten. But, I'm look, I get you. I get you. I hear you. So tell me what you got. Who do you got pushing through on this? Let's just start with this. I mean, I've got, I got Nickel versus Brooks in the finals. Do you? Yeah. Who Do you see in the rematch Mymar and Dudley? Who do you see taking that? I got Mymar. You got Mymar winning I, that? I think that Mymar's offense is just so dynamic. And Dudley's tough on top, mm-hmm. but he didn't. I mean, he's not going to turn Mymar. Mymar's no slouch on bottom. No. Mymar's actually pretty damn good at all three positions. He can at least ride on top, you know. You think I, Martin can beat? You think Mymar can beat Nickel this time? No, you just don't I, see I it, just, dude. It's well, no. I take that back because I've said that Mymar can beat Nickel, mm-hmm. and I think he definitely can. But if you're asking me who who I think has better odds, I think it's Nickel. Gotcha. No, I, I agree with you. Um, I like Mymar over Dudley in the quarters. Um, you know, right now, you know, I think Martin has a chance to beat Nickel in the semis, but it, again, the margin for error is so thin. Nickel's wrestling, you know, so fantastic this year. Um, I do see Nickel pushing through to the finals as well. I think if Gabe Dean wasn't in his weight class, people would actually be thinking that Nickel is the best wrestler in the country right now. I think you're probably right. And Nickel and Nolf. I think you're right. But people kind of discount him just a little bit because they don't know if he's going to win the fight, you know, win the tournament. Right. 
Um, on the bottom half of the bracket, I actually see Nate Jackson clearing through to the finals. I think you got a Bo Nickel Nate Jackson sure. finals. Could happen. Um, by the way, hey, who, other who than Bo Nickel last year, other than Miles Martin in the finals of the NCAA tournament last year, the only other loss Bo Nickel had is from Nate Jackson. Um, but I see a, a, a Bo Nickel Nate Jackson finals. I see Bo, Bo Nickel winning this weight class. All right, you got a sleeper in this weight. I don't know if I would call him a sleeper, but I tell you what, somebody who is definitely good is Nick Gravina. He's a seven seed, seven seed pre seed. I think he's got a chance to shake some things up. Um, I've got one. Who, who who is it? I think that uh, Emery Parker could beat Nate Jackson in the quarters. Okay. How about a quarter match right there? That'd be a great quarter match. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, sorry it, to interrupt you. No, there. I mean it's, it's fair. I mean. Um, I'm not as high on Emory Parker, I guess, as you are. I think he's got some nice wins, but he's also taken some pretty rough losses. Yeah, I mean, he beat the crap well. out of Rendo, right? Was that him? Um, or was that Gravina? Shit, I don't know. Now I'm going places I don't need to go. Don't ask me questions when I don't have that stuff pulled up here in front of me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, again, Nickel, Nate Jackson is my pick in the finals. See Nickel pushing through on that one, obviously. And I've got Nickel versus uh, Brooks and Nickel pushing. All right. Um... Moving on to the 197-pound weight class. Woo! I love this weight class. This weight class. Is, I, I'm nervous you know, about this weight. You know why I love this weight class? Why? Because I love Colin Moore. Now, dude, Colin Moore is the freaking bee's knees. You know he follows us on Twitter. I, I like that about him. And we follow him, too. But I, I love his style of wrestling. Yeah, it's just like, let's go. He, he is so offensive. Like he's offensive? Like, as he, a person? He's, he's offensively he's, offensive. Yeah, I was wondering. He's offensive? No, you know what I meant. No, I didn't have a clue. I was like, I, I don't know. He, he tweets pretty nicely. <laughs> All right, so in this weight class, you got seven automatic qualifications up for grab. Your top seeds are Brett Farr from Minnesota, Colin Moore, Ohio State, Studebaker from Nebraska, McCutcheon is the four from Penn State, and we're going to throw in a little Ricky Robertson, then Jacob Berkowitz, cash me outside, Wilkie. Ah, and dude's Christian having an okay Brunner. year. He's not doing so bad. Um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I think your top four seeds is pretty much where it's at, and really, it probably boils down to your top three. I, I don't disagree with your top four seeds being where it's at. Excuse me, being where it's at. Ricky Robertson's, you know, he, he's definitely a guy that can wrestle, right? You know, he he's kept it close. Colin Moore had a had a nail biter with him earlier as a journeyman this year, but then he went and put it on him, right? At, in the at duel, their, at their duel, right? I'm kind of nervous, and look, I'm allowed to be nervous as a fan, right? You know, Moore beat Studebaker in a tight one. Real close, three two. I think he got the only takedown. But I mean, they were. Um, I heard they were going out of bounds, and Studebaker was was about to finish when time ran out. So you know, we've all been there before. Um, you know, about to finish when time runs out. But um, Colin Moore, it's going to be a tight one uh, between the two three if if they if they meet. Um, I, I hate. I don't like the matchup. Am I nervous for no reason? I think you are. Um, cause this, right, is, this is my, it. this is my thoughts on it and I'm trying to keep my homerism aside from this, uh, the Ohio, Ohio state homerism, but listen, Colin Moore has got three losses on the year. One to Jaden Cox, two to Brett Farr. All right. If Colin Moore can beat Brett Farr and win this weight class, I think it puts him at the three seed uh, on the opposite side. Oh yeah. Side. Over hot. Over hot. Okay. No, he's got to win this. He's got to win this he's match. Gotta he's got to win this match. He's got to win it. I actually, you know, I didn't know we were going there uh, that quick, but that's no, cool. I mean, I'm cool. To be honest there. with you, look, 
I think your finals is Brett Farr and Colin Moore, and I am picking. I'm calling the upset special. I'm picking Moore over Farr sure. in this one. Well, you know, okay, so fifteen seven. What is that? The first score that. Correct. That was Colin the first score of the match. Far. Right. Six five seven five, seven five. I think was right. the second one. Right. And it was tight. I, I you know I I I think that Colin Moore can definitely win it. I'm going to take Far just because I'm going to be play it safe here. But I'm nervous, and I keep on bringing this up. I'm nervous about the more Studebaker match. Studebaker's a freaking stud, dude. He's and, good, and he's and he's a goer. He's really good. He's almost like he's very similar to Colin Moore. He really is. Yeah. So I can I can see that. And you know what? And you know what? Next week when we start in two weeks, I like it. You know, in a week and a half when we we look at the the, the brackets because look, even if he loses the Studebaker, what does that put him at the national tournament five seed? Which is you know he'll see the four seed close and soon enough, you know. So right now, everybody's thinking that Moore's the four seed, right? Is that what everybody's thinking? I mean, I... Right now. If you see the NCAAs right now, Moore's the four seed. It, potentially, yes. They're, they're, they're going to give... Look, we they're going to give... Gonna they, they would, Hawk probably has a better argument for for the three seed, but I think it could be... It I could go not, either way. I'm not even sure he's got a better argument. They're just going to give it to him. Okay. You know, which which is shitty. Because, you know, they're not going to look at the fact... They're going to give it to Hot, unfortunately. Okay. So right now you got Moore as the fourth seed. So if he loses to Studebaker, guess what? He's the five seed. No big deal. Um, I mean, it, it, they'll see each other again. But it's the same thing is if if if, if Moore went, if Moore pushes to the finals and loses to Far, he's the fourth seed, and then he's got to wrestle probably Studebaker again. This Studebaker character is pretty damn good, Brandon. No, I I don't disagree with you whatsoever. I I know he's good, but listen, I'm I'm calling it right now. I think Moore. Makes you the like finals. more rolling. Huh? I like more to make the finals. I like him over Far in this match. I think Far's gotten the better of him in the first two matches. You already mentioned it. You think get Big was, Brother it, the first it, match? I, I think he did. I think he got Big Brother the first match. I think he made some adjustments and closed the gap in the second match. You know what I think and the I biggest think, adjustment was? I think he gets it done this time. You know what I think the biggest adjustment was? What between the first and second match? Mental. I think he realized after the you know first match was early. Cliff Keen. It was very early. He's like you know I'm I'm pretty damn good. It was actually before he took Jaden Cox down twice in yeah, a duel. Exactly. He's like I'm pretty damn good, but you know Brett Farch is better than me. Brett Farch is better than me. And he's supposed to beat me. Mm-hmm. You know. But, oh, I took him down. Second match, he's like, oh shit, I'm beating the f- freak out of everybody. Um, I'm gonna go after this dude. Right. And maybe this time he says, you know what, Fart, you ain't, you, you, I can beat you. I can huh. beat you. All right, so I mean, you've already said you are very scared of Studebaker. So I am. Are but you I'm picking gonna, Studebaker? No, no. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go far versus more. I'm gonna take far. You're gonna take far in the finals. Yeah, okay. I, I don't want it. I mean, come on. You know, there's something. Honestly, when I'm super hungover Sunday watching the, the finals at the mm-hmm. Big Ten tournament, I'm gonna be pumped when Colin Moore wins, and I'll probably chug a beer because you're driving. Look, as an adult, I respect your opinion, but I'm gonna say you're wrong. Okay. Are you driving to Big Tens? Yes. I told you I would drive. Yeah. You're driving home, though. Woo! No, I'm not driving home. Well, you better take a cab, then. Better call an Uber. You're going to make me drive. You're going to make me take an Uber from Bloomington to Ohio? There's a lot of things I might make you do, and that would definitely be one of them. But anyway, so yeah. So you've got Brett Farr over Colin Moore in the finals. Um, I'm picking the, the Ohio State guy here. I am calling this my upset. What about Matt McCutcheon, though? We, we, like, we just completely blazed over the dude that just beat freaking Preston Weagle. I mean, let's let's. No, there's let's, been a few guys to beat Preston Preston Weagle. The Weagle Weagle. Let's call it like we see it though. I don't think he's beaten Far, although he had a tight one with him. But I don't think he beats Far. No, no I Matt don't. McCutcheon. I mean, he's he's gonna. I think he he could he could take a third or fourth. But this is what I'll tell you. I think that if you see a third place match between Studebaker and McCutcheon, I do I do believe you see McCutcheon winning that match. You want to splatle on that one again? I don't think he gets splatled this time. You know what's gonna make me depressed. If we see a third place match with Moore and McCutcheon, 
I don't want it, Brandon. I told you it's not going to happen. Moore's going to win this bracket. You promise me? I'm hoping. All right. All right. All right, let's move on to the last weight class. 285 pounds. You've got five automatic qualification spots up for grab. Um, I am excited about this weight class because if there's one match that we haven't gotten to see this year that I've really wanted to see, and I'm not saying, Ben, I'm not saying anything else other than I just want to see the match. It's Kyle Snyder versus Connor Medbury. So your top seeds at this bracket, you got Kyle Snyder at number one, Connor Medbury number two, Neville's three, Michael Crowell's from Minnesota number four. And then after that, it definitely drops off a bit. Colin Jensen from Nebraska five, Brooks Black from Illinois. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, there. Yeah, um, but look, the cream of the crop is going to be the top four people in this weight class, and I'll even go a step further. It's a two man. No, this is a two man battle. Well, that's not true because Neville's and Medbury had a really tight one. They did. It was three to two. It was four three. Was it four? Okay, so yeah. four four three. They, Neville's got a takedown off. So I think that I, I mean that's the best match in heavyweight at the Big Tens is going to be Medbury versus Neville's. Okay. I, fair statement. Fair I, statement. I, I mean, I think that Kyle Snyder puts it on him. And even if, you know, Kyle Snyder's 100% bonus right now. Mm-hmm. Even if he doesn't bonus Medbury, you're, there, there's, he's not within five, six points of Kyle Snyder right now. Look, Kyle Snyder's one of the best wrestlers in the world right now. I mean, there's no arguing I mean, he is that. in his weight class. Exactly. There's no arguing that. Um, definitely, you know, I don't care how many matches he's wrestled in college. He's arguably the best wrestler in college right now. Um I still, I think there's a little bit of a storyline with Connor Medbury and Kyle Snyder that I, that makes gives me a lot of intrigue to see this match. Well, that chapter's gonna be I closed don't, real quick. I agree. I agree. I see Kyle Snyder winning this bracket. I do. I I don't think he bonuses Medbury. Okay. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe not. Maybe at NCAAs he does when he's going for, for you know Ohio State and the tournament finals. You know who my sleeper is though? It's a douche um, from Illinois. Deuce? What's his name? Deuce from Illinois. He's not even wrestling in the tournament. He's a backup, though, but his name's Deuce. Deuce Rochelle? Yeah, I like him. Are you insane? You, If anybody's <laughs> listening to this podcast, you see what I got to put up with. Look, I'm taking auditions for a second man in this podcast. Deuce is the man. Anyway, um, I think an interesting match is going to be, do you think Neville's beats Medbury in the semis? No. No, not at all. So you're picking Medbury. Yeah. So you see a you see a Kyle Snyder Medbury finals. Yeah, I see a Kyle Snyder Medbury finals, and I see Snyder taking him down four or five times. Okay. What do you think about Neville's and Crowell's? I think that they're not going to see. Each- oh, okay, for third and fourth. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I, I like Neville's. I like Neville's. Crowell's got seven losses on the year. Um. You know, a couple of them have been kind of head scratchers. Neville's really hasn't lost that much. Yeah, Neville's. Neville's is so intriguing. I can't I mean, he's I a big guy. He had seven losses. That was the stat pulled out of my fucking ass. That, is it true stat, though? Yes, it is. And I just said the F word. I apologize. <sighs> All right. Um, Neville's is so intriguing. I mean, he's a, big, he's a big heavyweight, but he's so athletic and he's good on top. He's got a good top game. So, yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I think Neville's is probably your third yeah, I place Cro- guy. I think Crowell's is kind of. He's two time All American. Two time All American. And man. he's going to All American again this year. I think he's one of those guys that just is. You know, a consummate eight through six guy, eight through five guy. I got you. Um, so yeah, there you have it, man. Kyle Snyder one, Medbury two, Neville's three, Corell's four. I think the way it's seated, as as I, I think that's how you're going to see the actual placements play out. Um, let's talk teams for a second here. Ooh, okay. And I, and actually, prior to today, I mean, it was a no brainer. Don't Penn even, State was going to don't win. even try to scare me right now. 
I'm not trying to scare you. You're telling me that Suriano might not wrestle? If Suriano does not wrestle in this tournament, you're going to win does the that fantasy give, wrestling league. No, Ben, shut up. Does that give Iowa and Ohio State a legit chance to win this tournament? Yes. I think that Iowa, I don't like Iowa, Iowa so much, um, but Ohio State has the top-end talent to even compete with Penn State. Why doesn't Iowa? Um, I just closed my computer down, so I don't have no, much. I don't think they have the top-end talent. I mean, they don't, do they have three number-one-ranked guys in the country right now? Or three number-one-ranked guys at the Big Tens? No, they don't. No, but I mean, you got Thomas Gilman, you got Corey Clark, you got Brandon Sorensen. Yeah, Corey Clark could potentially be a 4-5. You know? Potentially. You're right. I, I see that. And and, and who else have they got? I mean, you know, Alex Meyer, Sammy Brooks, Kemmer. I think is actually Kemmer. You're forgetting. Yeah. I'm well, not forgetting any of them. You yeah. just haven't let me name them all. You're, no, you're right. You're right. They they can put up, they can put up a lot of points. Them and Ohio State could definitely put up a lot of points. Soriano, I don't know what it would be Big Ten wise, right? So remember, points of Big Tens and points of Finals are different. So right. if we're talking points at the NCAA's. That's about twenty point swing at NCAA's losing Soriano. Right. At Bigs, maybe what is it? Probably then we'll cut it in half. Ten. We'll just cut it in half just to you know, kind of think about, about what it is because it's about half the bracket. Um, I, I think the Penn State's going to win it, and I think that they probably are close to the favorite even if Siriano's out. You take Siriano away, and I still think they're a slight favorite at NCAAs. Wow, that's – I mean, that's – I mean, they can score that many points. The Open Matt did an article that said that if – you know, they, they broke down all the points. They said they could score 180 points. That'd be insane. That, I mean, they, they said that the, the the article, and I, I expect I, you should read it. Said that, um, you know, can they break the scoring record? <laughs> and, then, and then they went and did it, and it was like, yeah, and they did legitimate stuff. You know what's crazy? Like, about Here's 180 it points. You know what's crazy about it is they only graduate one guy from their starting lineup this year. Yes, it's That's and, nuts, and they're man. just going to get stronger. They it's got, not even fair. It's the cheating. Yeah, I, I said that earlier in <laughs> yeah. the year. No, I mean, not like cheating, cheating, but, you know, they're cheating because of the fact that they can just get all these recruits to come in and wrestle for nothing. Um, in, a, in a Big Ten tournament, Ohio State can beat them if they don't have Seriano, but in an NCAA tournament, it's going to be tough. But I think the Seriano's going to wrestle, and I think he's going to take second, so there you go. Okay, okay. Ah, fair enough. I just wanted to talk about it. Um, I like that you wanted to talk about it. You know what? You've been doing freaking what is this, our 14th podcast? Did this you is that? episode number 14. I couldn't. Um, I think when I was going to, you probably was one of the times you interrupted me. Okay. Why well, well, I apologize about that. <laughs> you, you, you obviously have to be used to that after 14 episodes. But you know what? These, hey, this has been a fun year. It, this, I'm so glad we got to do this. This year has been crazy, man. And I'll tell you, this time of the year is so bittersweet, too, because it's like, as wrestling fans, you look so forward to these conference tournaments and the national tournament. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, the season's coming to an end a little bit. It is. And then I'm like, you know, I'm following all the, the high school guys and you got guys in high school whose careers or seasons are coming to an end. You got some guys, you know, winning state titles, other guys whose entire wrestling careers are coming to an end. So this is such a bittersweet time it's for me. It's a huge bittersweet time, you know, but at the same time, NCAAs is like one of, is, is, you know, don't tell my wife, my favorite vacation of the year. Sure. You know, and I mean, that that includes like my snowboard trips, you know, all over the country. And I still think NCAAs is my favorite time of the year. I'm really looking forward to this, man. I, I've had a great time doing this with you. I'm assuming we're going to keep going, right? For sure. Absolutely. Um, and you know what? I, I hope, I don't, I don't even know if I hope, but like, like this year in wrestling has just been crazy. There's been so much, so many stories, so much drama. I mean, 
is every year like this and we're just not like in no. tuned with it or is this year just been something special there's not all there's not always a pat downey you know what i'm saying oh like, the yeah. pat downey i knew you were gonna bring Spe- him up. no speaking of that man I, re- I really enjoyed doing that interview with pat i really did um you know regardless of what your thoughts are on pat i'm really happy that he came on here and gave his side of the story you know a lot of people gave us some really nice things to say about that in terms of allowing um you know him to come on and some people you know didn't so much like the fact that we allowed them to allowed him to have a voice and you know what that's fine either way um i don't regret a thing we did with regards to it i thought it was great to allow him to have a voice on here so i thought it was awesome yeah i mean it was a cool experience i guess you know if you're gonna bring it up i might as well comment on it um this is what i'll say about it we got good feedback we had some shots thrown our way you know we weren't picking sides we just allowed somebody a platform to tell their side of the story whether it's true or not um love him or hate him I'll tell you what, people wanted to hear it because, you know, I think we've had over 8,000 listens on that episode, which is just insane for us. It's slightly less than uh, what we get normally per week. Yeah, a lot less. (laughs) Um, So anyway, let's just move on from that. Um, No, you know what? As a person, I I like Pat Downey. I think that he's, I think that, you know, I think that he's, you know, got some growth to do, but i tell you what, I hope, I wish the best for him. How about that? Yeah, I definitely wish, I the, wish best the best for him. For him. Um, anyway, we, we got off topic there. Listen, guys, it is conference tournament week. Woo, this is woo, your Big woo, Ten woo, preview woo, woo, woo. from the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. If you're going to be at the Big Ten Wrestling Tournament in Bloomington, Indiana, at Indiana University, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook at the Inside Trip one the Inside Trip one at gmail.com. Find us on or whatever facebook like our page do all that kind of stuff find us at the big tens let's have a great time this is the best time of the year hope you enjoyed the podcast peace out and don't wind up on your back bro